Whether on the go or at the table, get lost in a conversation about everything coffee with your host, Eric Ortiz. Hey, and welcome to Everything Coffee, a podcast that brings in different people weekly from all walks of life to talk about everything coffee, of course. Today, I'm joined by Jess Green. She's a studio potter and art educator that focuses on functional pottery. Her amazing work blends illustrated artwork and functional objects used in everyday routines, like coffee and tea, of course. Her art, the functional work she makes, is centered around the importance of family conversation, storytelling, and the building of community. Amazing. You can catch Jess Green's website and her gorgeous art at jessgreenceramics.com and on Instagram at Jess Green Ceramics. Please welcome Miss Jess Green. Jess, how are you? Great. How are you? I, I am good. I am so thrilled to have you on the show because it's a departure from what I, I, I normally bring in in terms of guests, but I feel uh, as we, we talked a little bit on the pre, pre-show of this, that um, ceramics is so important in the world of, of just coffee, tea, anything, anything, and especially the form that you take on, which is incredibly elevated pottery and ceramics. Um, I, 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 I'm just, just awed by the art that you produce. I, I'm just the gorgeous birds that you draw. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, they're beautiful. Tell everyone a little Thank bit you. about yourself, Jess, because obviously you're, you're not in the, the coffee world, but you, you, you kind of cater a lot to some of the coffee world. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am an art educator uh, at a high school. Um, I teach in one community, <laughs> and I do my ceramics in another. Um, I work out of Indiana County, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I have loved ceramics since and art um, since I was little, and it just kind of naturally became <laughs> my my future. Um, I. You know, I hope to continue building my uh, ceramics business, and I really love how uh, something that started off really, truly as conversations with the people that encouraged me to become an artist, uh, conversations that we had around the table with coffee, <laughs> which is funny that this sure. is, is uh, kind of coming back to it, but um, has really, my, my business has grown because of opportunities that have come from, uh, pop-ups at coffee locations, um, and other local businesses. And it's really just, it feels very fluid, um, and really exciting. Um, and my work (laughs) mostly is coffee mugs. So, uh, I do other things, but my most popular items are definitely my mugs. Now, for for a normal coffee drinker, Jess, I you know I I'm a normal coffee drinker. I I elevate my coffee. I own a lot of machinery that that makes you know coffee that that uh, most people can make in a very cheap machine. I I, I love what <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing, and and it seems that it comes off as the same with you. You you're loving what you're doing in terms of the ceramics, the pottery, the artwork. How much of a connection do people have to something that that really is is handmade, one of a kind, um, that that really cater that you're catering to in terms of your your population, your audience that you target? 
Well, I think everybody has their favorite coffee mug. And once you're introduced to handmade mugs, um, it becomes even more special. Uh, the conversations become more special. You're sitting around the table talking about this piece of artwork in your hand. Um, you talk about, you know, the form and the function and, and how, you know, it keeps your hands warm while you're having your conversation inside or outside. You share mugs whenever someone comes over. Um, you know, we, we love to open up our cupboards and talk about, well, there's my Dawn mug, there's my Christy, there's my Nikki, there's my Jess, you know. Um, and we all, we call our mugs by the first names of the potters, at least in the community, in the potter community that I belong. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so it's, and it's connections for me um, to people that I've learned from. A lot of my, my uh, collection started by uh, collecting pieces from my mentors and my professors. And then I kind of branched out to people that I learned from online. Um, and then I, I have purchased mugs that people I necessarily haven't learned from directly. But then when I get the piece, I can look at it and I can kind of learn from it. Um, in my hand. So I always, I always purchase something with, at least I'm kind of dorky, I guess, in that way. I purchase <laughs> with a purpose. <laughs> so, I, I can so tell I you, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can tell you that, that I, I am one of those people that have mugs and, and sadly I don't own a great deal of, of just um, handmade pottery myself or ceramics. I have a few pieces here that have been given to my wife and and uh, from a friend that's that's thrown herself, and they're they're absolutely gorgeous. I I do believe, but but yours is, are elevated, and I'm kind of curious. You 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 touched on it a little bit in terms of what inspires you, but what takes you there in terms of uh, of of that artwork and that that throw when you're making that pottery, because it is a unique design. It is a unique kind of artwork that that really I I have not personally seen anywhere. Um, but what, what kind of inspires you to that? I, uh, the inspiration, I guess, and the connections have always come from things that I've, I've loved, um, connections that I have. I love to draw. I love to paint. Um, my, my earliest memories have always been of painting and drawing and creating, um, by myself or with people. Um, and I feel like, uh, my mug designs come from special memories or connections to people. And it's like, like I had mentioned in my bio, um, like Easter eggs, because I know where the imagery comes from. I know what the idea behind it is, but unless you're very close to me or your family, you may not know. Um, the, and it's funny because my family will catch me on some of the things and they'll message me. And like my cousin had previously messaged me and said, I have a feeling that those chickadees are pap. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. <laughs> so um, my pap is the reason why I do what I do. He has, and my, my dad and my pap encouraged me from the beginning. Um, and no matter how many people told me art and art education wasn't going to get me anywhere. Ceramics wasn't going to get me anywhere. Um, they always stood very firm in follow your passions and do what you love. And we will 
encourage you in every way to get where you want to go. Um, so they, they really encouraged me. And unfortunately I lost both of them to cancer. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. So yeah, <laughs> that was very hard. Um, and so it was very tough to lose my closest critics and very, very, you know, dear people to me. Um, but when I go to my grandparents, cause my kiln is actually out at their place. Uh, when I go to my grandparents, um, and fire my kiln, the chickadees come see me, which is kind of crazy, um, but they do. And I'll be in the garage firing my kiln, and I'll just see one fly in. Um, so that's that's why I keep putting chickadees on my car. Yeah, I, and, I, and I'm curious, <laughs> Jess, with, with your artwork itself, how unique in terms of it, like how, do you make a, a, a mass production of one, one cup and then you cease, or is this something that you're – you're constantly changing up or is that one of a kind kind of deal? They are all one of a kind. Oh, wow. I'm kind of crazy like that. <laughs> um, people have told me before to, you know, why don't you make decals of your creature? You know, why don't you make decals? Um, because to me, it's not as special. Uh, I want them all to be a piece of art that is useful. Um, that could become something like an heirloom. Um, that you would pass down from generation to generation and like my pap, share stories with me over this piece of art in your hand Um, and maybe pass it down to somebody else and talk about that piece of artwork. Um, And it could mean something completely different to somebody else. Whereas for me, my best friend is represented on that cup through the chickadees that he used to feed in his garage but to you, a chickadee might mean somebody else, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you get to build your own connections. And my connection doesn't really matter <laughs> after you purchase it. Um, so that's kind of why I never really say, well, this is my pappy mug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they're, my, they're, you know? they're your Easter eggs, as you said. <laughs> they're just so right, special. Right. I... I I'm even more awed by by that now because now that you said that each one of these is unique, I I am I have kept my eye on one particularly that I was just kind of like oh man that I have a connection to that for some reason it it feels good, it's the owl, and oh, and okay. I and I'm looking at that and I'm just like that is absolutely gorgeous and I cannot believe that you <laughs> make one of a kind items and then just just sell that. Who who is or at least where do you make the most of your sales, Jess? Is it is it online or is it at your community? It's some some kind of uh, farmers market at stores. Well, um, I do pop ups. Uh, I started doing pop ups at the local common uh, commonplace coffee, um, and then I do them at farmers markets around here. Um, we also do a big once a year sale uh, for the Indiana County Potter store. That's probably the biggest sale that I make all year as at least right now. Um, And (laughs) throughout the year, I, I, uh, once I make them, they literally are are flying out the door. Um, They don't stick around very long, (laughs) which is great. Um, And, because I, I guess because I'm a a mom and an art teacher as well um, and a wife, um, I don't have as much time 
to, you know, continue making them. So I would love to free up more time and make more. Um, <laughs> but I make them and, and get them out as quickly as I can. Um, and I am going to start uh, put them putting them online, actually. Um, but I was kind of slowly working my way towards that. And I think I'm finally ready uh, <laughs> to, get, to get them flying out um, a little bit faster. So, well, I, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, I, I know a lot of the listeners that after they see the website, after they see your, your Instagram, they're going to be kind of like, wow. Um, it, it really is different because I've seen a lot of pottery, um, a lot of ceramics that is not nearly as crisp as what I'm seeing. Like legitimately well, you. <laughs> you're, uh, I'm looking at that owl. I'm looking at some of these chickadees. And, and I'm just kind of floored because I, I'll be honest, Jess, my background in ceramics is, is HBO's um, The Great Pottery Throwdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which yes, I, which I, I absolutely <laughs> love. Me and my wife, we, whenever we see the new season come out, we're just like, yes, cannot wait. Yeah. Because we just, we just see so much connection to people with their art form. Um, you know, even the host, I love uh, the gentleman, the host, uh, uh, how emotional he gets connected to these pieces and how oh, much yeah. he sees the artists connecting to their artwork. And it's just, it, it's really pretty because it takes me back to what coffee can be. It's a very romantic, a very, um, a very, very pastime kind of presence. And when you add that to a piece of, of ceramic uh, that is, as you say, like an heirloom, something that's so special, one of a kind, I think it makes that coffee taste even better. Uh, yeah. It just elevates it to this, to this like unknown degree because it's just even more special, especially if you're ex experiencing that with someone else. You're having a great conversation, as you say. What makes a perfect cup for you in terms of when you're making an art? What is what is that that thing you're thriving for when you're actually throwing and and you're hoping to make that perfect cup? I think I'm always working towards that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I love when it fits my hand, um, when it feels comfortable in my hand, um, when the handle feels just right. And I have to say, not, none of my mugs are identical either, uh, because when I sit there throwing, I always think like, hmm, what if I did this? Hmm, what if I did this? So they are, like, they're truly unique. I haven't settled on one form, and I don't know if I ever will, um, <laughs> <laughs> just because of the nature of me. Um, <laughs> so... But I, I do feel like it. everybody's hand is different sure. and everybody's grip is different. Um, and I love when people come to the pop-ups and I see them holding the mugs and then they smile when they feel the right one. And the weight of it feels perfect. The handle feels perfect for their hand. Um, and you can just tell they, they connected with it and with the imagery um, there's just like a special little moment that happens when you found your cup. Um, and I think that, that helps, you know, the special moment with your coffee in the morning because it just feels right. Um, and then you get just your type of coffee and it tastes right. Oh, so, absolutely. you know, there's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> I, would you say that a lot of people in, in that world, whether it be tea, coffee, anything else, Jess, they're, they're just maybe, you know, a cup's a cup to them, but 
what 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 do you see when you see someone actually holding them? I mean, like you said right now, it's like when they actually pick one up and they realize, like, oh my gosh, this is just this is something different. Is that like an epiphany moment for them? And then all of a sudden, it's like nonstop. Like I can't go back to the old stuff anymore. Oh yes, oh yes. I've had people tell me <laughs> that uh, I I used to throw exclusively porcelain, and all of my stuff is is pretty thin. Um, I do make them sometimes a little bit thicker, but, um, but they're pretty thin and they're like, oh, the weight of this feels so great. And so they talk about the weight and then they talk about, you know, how it feels in their hand, how it curves in their hand. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think that that's, um, that's a big part of it. Um, I feel like, uh, even my, my friends that own the coffee shop in town, you know, talking to them about, how they they roast their own coffees um, for their coffee beans for like the commonplace coffee they roast their own beans and they talk about the flavor profiles and they talk about with such passion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about the different aspects of it and it's so funny because we're both speaking the same language but we're talking about different items you know but we're talking about two items that kind of become a marriage of one thing so it's really interesting it's the same love language when when you're actually kind of mentioning things that that you're you're so passionate about and and even though there's different terminologies and different technique i mean you you understand it when you hear you hear someone that is as passionate about what they're doing it translates to you of like, I, I get you. I feel your energy. Yeah. I see what you're trying yeah. to say because I do the same thing. Uh, and and you're, exactly. you're doing that and, and completely. Jess, I got to ask you, what you, you've mentioned a few of your cups, like your chickadee. Um, what's your favorite cup? Because I, I have a favorite cup um, and I'll let you know. My, mine is actually, unfortunately, it's not unique in the sense of, of what it is, but it, it, the background of it. Until I, I feel a good one that, that fits in my hand, I'll say, um, is is a one that my wife actually found at a Goodwill. It's okay. it's from David Letterman. I, I was a big, huge Letterman fan back in the, in oh, the day. Yeah. And of course, I missed <laughs> missed the guy not being on the air. But it was mm-hmm. a t- it was a late show mug that she found at Goodwill just out of the blue, and and I try to drink from it as much as possible. It feels different than all the other mugs that I have, and just because. It's, you know, same material, but it just feels different because it, it feels good in my hand. But I'm curious, yeah. what, what's what's your favorite mug? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. It changes. I have, <laughs> it does. It does change. It changes a lot. Um, I have, you know, mugs that, that are my favorite because they, they feel a certain way. I have certain mugs that I'll get in the morning. Um, like I have one that my friend Chrissy Culp made, um, and I will pull that one out. It's beautifully illustrated on the outside. Um, she does more, you know, berries and flowers, you know, things like that from her garden on her illustrations. And I, I love the way the texture of that cup feels. And I feel like that cup to me, I could put cold things in, for some reason, I always grab it for cold drinks. And then I have a different cup that I grab for, like, warm drinks. Um, I have a cup that I kept, um, which was one of mine, that I had put uh, an eagle on. And I just couldn't let it go because I really loved it. Um, and that's one of my favorite cups. But I also have this super old mug that was my grandfather's, my pap's. <laughs> 
um, that he used to keep in the garage. Ah. Um, and it's, it's like this yellow color. Um, and the yellow is wearing off and it's like <laughs> this white porcelain underneath, but it's so old. It probably is contains all kinds of crazy lead. But <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's like, just arsenic, <laughs> some uranium. Know, it glows right? at night. Lord knows what I'm doing to myself when I drink out of it. I I like that. I like that. Do do you think, and I don't know if this works for you too, but do you think people are mood drinkers in terms of this is a cup I need to have when I'm sad or this is a cup when I'm happy? Oh my gosh, yes. I have a cup that I have that, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of her name. Um, The one artist, she makes these moody hysterical um little girls on her mugs and when i am in a mood i go for that one (laughs) 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 and i like one by one all of the commercial made pottery in my house or or even glass cups have gone out the door and I've replaced (laughs) them with handmade stuff. And I have so many people that purchase from me that keep saying, I threw away something else from Walmart because I bought another one of your mugs. I'm like, good job. Keep going. (laughs) I I feel like if I grab one of your mugs, Jess, I am, I am going to kind of go into this rabbit hole because do it. (laughs) I, I have a lot of these mugs where I'm, you know, they're either, collectible in terms of of you know they're, they're like anchor or or anything else but mm-hmm. there, there's also a lot of mugs where i'm just like i i could care less and, it, and if something else was nice and fancy sitting in that spot i mean i'm not gonna feel bad yeah. for throwing away the the target mug or the or the walmart mug so <laughs> i i kind of feel the same way where i'm gonna go down this rabbit hole and all of a sudden i'm gonna be like 80% of your, your, uh, your sales for some time. Yeah. I, I feel that that's how it will go. But I'm, I'm curious, Jess, how hard is this to do? Because like I said, my experience, I've never done this. I, 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 I'm willing to learn. I would love to try it just so I can understand what goes into it because I, I could never do this professionally. I can never do this even for fun. It, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't translate, but I love seeing other people do it, especially on, on, yeah. on, on TV, but it doesn't look easy. It does not it, look yeah. easy. Um, <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> and, and, and not only that, but I'm seeing how your artwork is done on the mug itself. How, how do you, mm-hmm. how does that all work together? I, except for your massive amount of experience, I can imagine that there's still days where you're just kind of like, I give up for today. Yeah. Um, but, I do. I do. But what, what goes had, into all of this oh, for you? Um, so it, it cracks me up whenever people ask me if I can get a mug by next week for a wedding. <laughs> and I'm like, good luck. <laughs> so, uh, because it does take time. It takes a lot of time. And I feel like everybody needs to you know, if they, if they truly want to start appreciating handmade mugs, they need to take a class and they need to understand what goes into it because there's, you know, the making of the piece itself, which takes time. And then you have to dry it without it cracking. Um, then you have to at leather hard, attach the handle, and then you have to, you know, bisque it. And then after it's bisked, I, I, you know, paint my imagery on it with a tiny paintbrush and some underglaze. 
and it takes hours to paint each one of those animals on there. Um, I used to spend, oh goodness, I used to spend like six plus hours on some of the more intricate paintings. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't quite spend as much time on them unless it's summertime and I have more time, (laughs) 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 right? Um, but I have gotten it to the point where I've been doing them so long, I can cut back on my time, but it's still a multi-hour thing to do, you know, one of these paintings on the mugs because I'm kind of (laughs) picky. So I go into that, you know, I want to make myself proud. Um, and I want to be able to, you know, create something that I feel like is a piece of art, um, a piece of usable art, but you have to put that on there and then you've got to put your glaze on there. You have to glaze fire. Um, and the firings themselves take, depending on your kiln, it could take a day or a couple days to do. Um, and so there's so much more work involved in creating just one piece and just so like i can kind of just even throw this out jess but after watching that show there's no guarantee even after the firing that things come out correct yes, <laughs> yes yeah in fact the one that i was telling you that i saved and i wouldn't give away I didn't include the fact that there was a crack on the back of it. So I would never have sold it anyway. Um, But yes, you could make this gorgeous piece and it looks absolutely perfect. Even after the first firing and you glaze it and you stick it in the kiln and it comes out and something happened. Either it cracked or the kiln shelf fell and you lost, lost half of your work or the kiln misfired. And now you have bubbles all through your glaze. Like it, yeah, things can go wrong. <laughs> I can, can imagine. Go wrong and, or you pull it out of the kiln and drop it right on oh, the floor. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm sure that's happened a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Je- Jess, how, how much fun is this for you? Because it, it is time-consuming. I would think that this is something that it's it's kind of taken on a role because you're, not only are you an art teacher, but you're also teaching this in the community you're, you're, you're working out mm-hmm. on this. Is this something that you kind of fall back into because this is your Zen or is there, you know, more to this for you when it starts becoming personal and, and you're, you're doing it for yourself rather than for someone else or for the business. So, um, it's, it's kind of all of that for me. Um, because, it's my, when I'm having a stressful day, all I want to do is go down to the studio and unwind and make mugs and make bowls or whatever. Um, or I want to go paint something on the cup or, you know, some days I'm not in the mood to do any of that anyway, but really, truly my, my therapy, I guess, if you want to call it that, um, (laughs) is to go to my studio because I do love it. I, I would love to just be able to do that. Just a hundred percent be a potter. Um, but I love teaching as well. I absolutely have a passion for teaching and my perfect setup would be a teaching studio where I could do it both, you know, together, um, all the time. And, yeah, it really truly is. It's a passion. And, and I do have stressful days where I try and try to make something and nothing works out and I get really frustrated. But I've learned over the years of doing this that if I start to feel a certain way, 
just walk away because nothing good can come of it. If I force myself to do it, oh, nothing good is coming of it. So it is like okay that. to walk away. That, that's that's not just you know in pottery, but that that's just a, a solid life lesson in terms of of just you got to walk away once in a while until you can keep being passionate about it because yeah. you, you just have a bad moment with it. You start connecting those two things and you're not going to want to do it anymore. I can, I can imagine right. how that, that connects with you Be, because one of the things that Jess that you did, uh, and we talked about this be, you know, on online, I asked <laughs> Jess, can you please send me a bio and so forth? And she said, yeah, let me send you a bio. And then she said, it's going to be long. Okay. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I got this. And then, <laughs> and so uh, she sent me the bio and, and it is obviously, you know, you, you're not our, not only are you a great artist, a uh, fantastic potter, um, but you're also a prolific writer, I will say. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the things that I really wanted to kind of touch on, because there's so much here that I've, that I've read, but I, I really like to know what the inspiration, the one person, that, and I know that it's hard to kind of focus on just one person, Jess, but mm-hmm. who was that one person that really drove it for you, that really kind of said to you, this is it, this is what I like doing? That's hard. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, I, I know, right? Um, I would have to throw it back to my first pottery professor, uh, Don Hedman, um, because even though, like, while I was in the studio with Don, other people were, were encouraging that, that passion, he was the first one to look at me and say, you know, Jess, you could really make something out of this. And I still, I, I still sell with him on the Indiana County Potter Store. Um, I'm one of the guest artists at his studio, ah, which like is that. like absolute heaven for me. I love that place. If I won the lottery, <laughs> I, would, I would own that place. Um, but <laughs> but he's, still, he's still a mentor to this day, along with all the potters that I also work with on that tour. But he's one of my, I, I look for his comments and, and I really like when he says to me, wow, that's, that's really great. You know, it, it means so much. Um, and I think it's because he is like the first pottery professor that I had that really was, he was passionate and he, and he encouraged me. Um, you know, he also showed me that it was okay when things failed and it was okay that if, if I made something that was pretty good, but not great, go ahead and smash it. Try it again. <laughs> Walk away, come back after dinner, call your grandpa. Cause he knew my pap would come and pick me up for dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he would say, call your pap, go get dinner, come back. Or, you know, something like that. Um, but just the conversations that we had then and the conversations that we have now about pottery and how pottery has a mind of its own. Sometimes the clay wants to be something. Sometimes it doesn't. All the <laughs> like things that. you said to me, yeah, they really stuck. And and I don't know. Like, he really fed that passion that I had. And all through my two bachelor's degrees, um, I kept back going back to the ceramic studio because it felt like home. And it felt like the place I wanted to be. Um and even if I had a terrible day on the wheel, 
um, it was still better than anywhere else. Like while, while my dad was fighting cancer, Mm -hmm. my place to go to zone out, to kind of forget the fact that my dad was being lifelighted or going through a life saving or risking surgery. All I wanted to do was go to the studio and be there. And even when my pap was fighting cancer um, and he was, Oh, I'm sorry. My phone is just blowing up. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Um, But when my pap was losing his battle to cancer, before he, he lost the ability to talk to me, I had told him I was going to go to Inseca, which is the clay conference. Mm-hmm. And it was in Pittsburgh, which was close to where we live. And he, I knew he was losing his battle and I didn't want to leave his side. But he also told me, he said, I want you to be there because oh. I know you're supposed to be there. And I sat in the hallway, unfortunately, you know, bawling my eyes out because... <laughs> he lost his battle, but I knew that I was in the right place and I was surrounded by the right people and I was where I needed to be. So it kind of all comes in circles. Um, and it all is very therapeutic, even though it can be tough and it can just, you know, you can have horrible days in the studio. It doesn't matter. It's always been that therapy and that passion that's a drive, you know, that I just want to be there and I feel like I'm at home when I'm there. But yeah. <laughs> Beautifully said, Jess. And and because this show's about coffee, Jess, I, I got to ask because it, 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 it comes around, like you said, you, you've made a lot of these, these cups and, and a lot of other items for, for people. Mm-hmm. But what is one memory that you, you want to share that you, you had holding a mug with some coffee, enjoying a conversation or the presence of others. What is that one memory that you, you always co- kind of go back to and think, yeah, that, that was special? Hmm. Okay. Uh, can I give you two? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> give me two. Okay. Um, one is, uh, wasn't necessarily me holding the coffee, um, but me with a piece of, of toast <laughs> and my grandpa with coffee and I would dip my toast into his coffee and we would draw on the funnies or the comics in the Sunday paper (laughs) together. And that's, that was one core memory um, that, that will always be burned in my brain. And then two, um, the, the Potter's tour, Uh, that had been something since the Potter's store started, my pap took me on it sometimes, but like I would go by myself too, or with my husband or, you know, somebody else. And I always said, I'll be on this tour. I will be on this tour, you know? And when I finally got on the tour and I sat down in Nancy Smelter's kitchen, surrounded by amazing potters that I, I, consider mentors and friends we all exchanged mugs and pulled mugs from her wall from famous potters from all over the united states we talk about the mugs that she has there you know we ooh and all over everybody's pieces we exchange you know we do trades of our work between each other but we sit there with coffee either in the mornings or or after one of the shows wrap up or we make wood fire pizza and drink coffee out of each other's mugs And that's another memory. Like every single year I get to experience this with people I value, what they say, what they do, who they are, and we support one another. It's just this, I found my people in the mud 
and the coffee, <laughs> really. I love um, that. And yeah, so I absolutely love that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds like you made it, Miss Miss Jess, and it keeps on getting better. It looks like it you does. were surrounded by by a lot of great people that inspired you, and and I'm truly happy to have gotten to talk to you because it it has been fascinating in terms of the art. The work you do, I am just awed by that. Miss Miss Jess, where can people Thank find you. your artwork? They can find it either on Instagram at Jess Green Ceramics or JessGreenCeramics.com. Love it, love it, love it. You will not regret this. If you go to Jess Green Ceramics on Instagram, look at the artwork. And then when Jess finally has that online support 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 buy that artwork you're not going to regret it because i i tell you that i have not seen anything like that i believe your professor when he said that you can make something out of this i really do believe that when i see this artwork so miss jess thank, thank you, you so much for being on the show appreciate thank it thank you for having me of course and don't forget to subscribe into everything coffee on apple and spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast and follow us on instagram at everything coffee everything.coffee.podcast I should say and check out our website at everythingcoffee.podbean.com thank you for supporting and listening and doing your part in supporting local businesses in your city and around the world